Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Cynthia with Daily Devotion. I'm from RealLifeRevised.com, and I want to welcome you this morning. As we're talking about the book of Genesis, going through the Bible chapter by chapter. Well, this morning I kind of find myself in a strange place. I had some sound issues and I had to delete a couple of my sessions. And I'm actually going back to this episode. It's episode 12. And I noticed that my episode 13 is actually my next chapter that I should be going through. So this is a redo, uh, episode 12, just because I didn't want to leave one blank and because I'll take any opportunity I can to talk about God and His Word. So what I'm going to do is next uh, episode, uh, episode 13 is chapter 16, and we've previously done chapter 15. So today we're going to talk about chapters 1 through 15 and just do a review of what God has done up to this point. And hopefully my sound issues are all handled and when we introduce our intro and outro, it, it, hopefully it won't cause a big problem like this and we'll have to redo redo things. But I always, it's never a bad thing to have to go back and reword and redo, reread and reword and restudy a chapter of the Bible. So uh, we're at going to be looking at chapters 1 through 15 today. And I just, I have a couple of Bibles here with me. So if you hear me bumbling around, it's because I'm moving from Bible to Bible. You know, you, you get a different look at things when you're in Bibles published by other people. So we're going to start right out with chapter one. I'm going to do a brief overview of things that really stood out to me and things that I'm trying to carry through as a theme that uh, I believe I know because of the things that I study are carried throughout the, the scripture. And there are probably plenty of others. Don't let me think that or don't think that I am trying to say is what is what I say is what is completely it is what it is but it's not all of what is and hopefully that makes sense so we see in, in the book of Genesis and in, in chapter one it's the it's the creation story and we know that the Bible begins as in the beginning God he created the heavens plural and the earth and we'll talk about that as we go on that there is a plurality in the heavens so as we go on, we see the first day, the second, the first, fourth, the fifth, the sixth. And on the seventh, God rested. And so that is a, another uh, theme we want to think about is the resting portion. And I don't think it was because God was tired. I think it was because he was setting up a precedent for us that we should follow. On the seventh day, we rested. You know, that's really a hard thing for me because I am such a doer. I love to do, 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 do. I tease people and tell them that when they ask me what my hobby is, I say work. Because I do. I love to work. I love to help people. Uh, and I do that in many different facets. Do that in ministry. I do that in a, in, a, in a secular job. I do many things. And I'm a very busy person. I like to be, you know, you say if you want something done, you ask a busy person. Well, that's because I'm always busy. 
Before my hit, feet hit the floor in the morning, I have a plan for the day. So this rest thing is something that I really have to really work at because it's hard for me to rest. But you know, it's really a trusting is what it is. It's a trusting in who God is. Am I trusting God that when I rest and not do what I normally do, when I do something different of a resting sort, will he make up the rest in those six other days? See, it's not up to me. It's up to him. So that's an important portion that we're going to bring forward. And then we go into chapter two, and it kind of gives more detail. It talks about the Garden of Eden and man's care for the garden and how he was established as dominion to be fruitful and multiply. And Adam named the, the animals. And there was the creation of woman who was taken from Adam's side to be her partner, his other half, not his slave, not his underling, not brainless. She was to be his partner. So then we go on in, in chapter three, and I, I want to read one verse specifically, and this is after the fall, and we know there's a lot in the, in, in the fall, but in chapter three, verse nine, and the Lord called to Adam and said unto him, where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. You know, this is that, that verse alone is probably... 90% of the ministry that I do in, in ministry itself. It talks about our identity and right from the beginning, Satan's plan to steal from who we are and cause us to put on, we eventually have to wear clothing because our glory is gone. And so this is the beginning of spiritual warfare. This is the beginning of us losing our identity and our fight to recover what we lost. And so that's a very important verse, especially to me, because of the call of God on my life and the things that God has for me to speak to people and to speak into their life and to, to speak life and to speak destiny into people to bring them back here to the beginning. And as Genesis goes on, we see we have the curse and then the man is sent, um, the man and the woman, mankind is set out from the garden. And then we have Cain and Abel. We talked about how um, the brother murdered the brother, the brother murdered the brother. And we move on through Adam's descendants and we move on into the wickedness of mankind and Noah who finds grace in God and he creates and builds a covenant that takes a really long time. And he and his sons and their wives are saved in the ark. And then after the, I mean, there's a lot that goes in two of every kind of animal comes and presents themselves. No, we didn't have to go looking for them. They came to them and they got in the ark and they were saved. So God blessed Noah and the, uh, and the ark actually lands. And there's the promise of, the covenant restored with the rainbow. Then we go through uh, Noah's descendants, Ham, Shem, and Japheth. We have Noah curses his son and uh, his 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 son's son. I should that sounds like it, but it would be his grandson Canaan. And we know that we know about the Canaanites in the land of Canaan. So those three begin the table of nations, or they begin the creation of nations. And then in chapter 11, of course, we talk about the Tower of Babel. And there's just so many cool, there's just a really cool verse here. And when we're talking about the, the Tower of Babel, um, and I love it, it's in 11, I think it's in 6 here. 
And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they imagine to do. And so if you read this in other versions, it talks about when we come together in unity, we as in humankind, when we come together in unity, there's nothing that we can't do. So he came and he created different languages. But let's go back to that thought. So if we're together in unity in such a way that we can hear each other, understand, and work together towards one purpose, God himself says right here in his word that there's nothing that we can't accomplish. And I I want you to think about that. What is there that we can't accomplish when we're together in unity? And this isn't even, and I'm not a proponent for this at all. Don't hear me, don't, don't misrepresent what I'm saying. This is even without God in our midst. What can we do with God in us? This mountain be removed. So that's just so exciting to me. And so when we go on through Ab- in, in Genesis 12, we start talking about Abram and how he's called to move from where he is. And he goes forth and there the, begins the story of Abram and Lot through 12 and 13 and 14. And then in 15, we have Abraham um, having a vision and how he, he, he receives the promise of an heir. And this is before Ishmael. We know that we're going to talk about that tomorrow when Ishmael comes on the sign uh, on the scene. But there's this covenant that's renewed with Abram that he's going to bring him a son. And he has this uh, image or he has this vision and that God cuts a covenant with Abraham. And so here's what we have already through the first 15 chapters of Genesis. We see how God created the heavens, heavens, plural, and the earth. He gave, God, he gave man dominion over the earth. He set him up. Um, we became very wicked, and we were saved through the ark. We saw the beginning of spiritual warfare. We saw how our identity has been stolen from what who God created us to be and what he created us to do. And those two are very much uniquely unique. You know, who we are and what we do is really unique, but really linked together. But we tend to get so caught up in our doing, we forget to be be. We forget to be, being, be a human being, not a human doing. And that's really easy to say and hard to do. So as we travel throughout the scripture, we find that God is setting us up and he's showing us that he wants us to rely on him. We, of course, have the, the, the picture of rest from the very beginning. We, in, in chapter 14, which I, I didn't even bring out, but the, the story of Melchizedek, who is a priest and a king, which so much of our teaching in Christendom, and I use that word a lot. I don't even really think it's a word, but it's one that I made up. As we talk about, you're either a king or you're a priest. But Melchizedek was a king and a priest. And I really believe that that's our role today in the New Testament way of life. Or after Jesus came, we can be the king and we can be the priest and act in both of those those roles and, and be both of those places uh, for the people that we minister to. So we have all this stuff going on and God is creating this really cool story. And we have Abraham at just at the beginning of what God's going to do through Abraham. And I'm real excited about what we're going to see over the next couple of weeks and the next few weeks as we study out and go through the life of life and death of Ab- Abram to Abraham from Sarah. 
Sarai to, to Sarah and then their children. And then, of course, we know we have the beginning of the Israelite nation. So I'm excited as we continue to study God's word together and really, you know, put it down in our spirits and ask God to show us how it applies to our lives today. And I hope that you're enjoying joining me on these sessions. And again, I invite you out there if you'd like to speak about a specific passage. If you have a chapter that God has really burned something in your heart as I'm getting close to it or as as I'm approaching it, let me know. And I'd love to have you come on and host a 15-minute session or even co-host if you have some comments. Or if you'd prefer not to comment, you can send me an email and I will definitely add those in to whatever I'm doing at the time. So I do, this is not a, a um, look at me, this is who I am, I've created this podcast. This is a, a let's devour God's word together. So let's pray about what we've learned today and celebrate God's word. And I'll bless you today to go and receive from what God has for you today. So Father God, we love you and we bless you and we bow before you and we say that you are the King of Kings and Lord of Lords and there is no other but you. Father, I just declare your goodness. I declare your word will go forth and perform what it's supposed to do. God, I ask that the insights that we receive through daily devotion, through your word, whether it be through me, through someone else, or their own reading, that that will make a change in our life, that we would become more like you, that we would continue and we would continue in our growth, but Lord, that we would also be a people that would speak as you would have us speak and take the authority that you that we that is there that we've just not really ever grabbed on to completely. And Father, let us become the rulers in our space that you created us to be. Let us take the dominion for which you called us and created us to be over. Father, let us be your heart and your hands and your voice to people who are lost, but also to our brothers and sisters. Help us to encourage those who are wounded and not shoot our wounded. Father, help us to see with eyes, your, your eyes, Holy Spirit's eyes and his comfort, Father, that we would reach people who are broken. And Father, I love you today and I bless those who are listening that they would go forth and do mighty things, that they would hear you, they would see you, they would feel you, that they would learn of you in a new and a greater way. I bless you, Lord Jesus, and I bless the people that are listening in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you and thank you for being with me on Daily Devotion and I look forward to speaking with you tomorrow on Daily Devotion. Have a great day. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.